What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Sweat and Grime. Uh, it's your host, Brian. I've got Matt here in the studio, and Rick is actually joining us remote tonight because he's feeling a little under the weather. And uh, and on the phone, we have Matt's old friend, Steve. And Matt, I'm going to let you introduce Steve because I don't know anything about him because I just started talking to him five minutes ago. <laughs> well, that's perfect, man. Well, we got Steve here tonight. He's a plumber uh, from the local... What local are you from? Uh, 98. 98 out of Detroit. So we're going to razz him and uh, figure out what the heck he does for a living. So uh, so, so, what do you do for a living, Steve? Uh, I am a, uh, uh, obviously, union plumber, but I am also a uh, welder and a foreman. Gotcha. So I kind of kind of bounce around a little bit. Heck yeah. Now, what what type of jobs do you do for, you know, What's your typical day in the field? You know, what kind of work do you uh, do? Primarily, I do uh, commercial commercial construction. Um, run usually small small jobs, like less than five guys. Uh, and then, I mean, there's times we're all beyond someone else's job for five months, just installing or so. You know, <laughs> kind of depends on what's going around. And then I'm also the only certified welder at my company, so. I always get pulled off to go do well jobs and stuff too. You're uh, like a badass hurt. motherfucker. That's what you are. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Um, but <laughs> Listen to that confidence. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like welding, like natural gas piping and stuff in, in buildings. Heck so. yeah. So how did you kind of start down this career path? Kind of take us through your background and how you came to be in the plumbing world. So I started uh, right out of high school. So my dad worked for the same company that I work at now. Uh, so he, I started right out of high school as a truck you got driver. Some huge shoes to fill. I got to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his nickname is Biggie. So, um, yeah. So I, uh, I drove a truck for a couple of years, and then uh, it was right around 2007. So like right before the recession, kind of, or right during, and then uh, it took me like over three years to get into the, the union apprenticeship program, which is a five-year program. And then, uh, I, uh, graduated the program in like 2015, got my welding cert while I was in there. Uh, got my medical gas certification, backflow certification, and a uh, bunch of other stuff while I was in there. So nice. I've been working for the same company for going on 14 years now. Heck yeah, man. That's impressive. Yeah. Now what? Now what's it take for uh, your kind of union? What's all involved for you guys? Is there a so certain protocol? Is there a certain protocol you guys got to follow? Being a farmer, what? Like how I just, act? Uh, stuff, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just right. like how you get onto a job site, and you know who does what, and who gets to take the orders. You know, from being uh, the go for the well, plumbing kind of thing. Typically, every job has like a project manager that oversees the project from the office and handles a lot of the paperwork and stuff. And then there's a foreman in the field who has journeymen and apprentices that work underneath him. And uh, he basically, so basically, like you just get the guy set up for the day, lay out where everything needs to go, order material, and then in my case, do a lot of installing as well because uh, the more of a I working foreman type deal. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think the union has a rule that if there's more than five guys on the job, you're not allowed to even touch the tools at all. Like you're not allowed to install. Yep. But yep, most, most of my jobs, yeah, most of my jobs don't fall into that category. So I'm usually working with the tools. Nice. nice. 
Correct. So what's the process for you guys getting into the union and what's the process going through the union and, and what is, how does pay work on the apprenticeship side? Cause I know on the operators union, you start out at like, I can't remember like 60% of, of journeyman pay. And then over the course of your, I think it's a four year apprenticeship for operators, you slowly work up to full journeyman pay. Is that a similar situation with the, with the plumbing trades? Yeah, it's pretty similar. Uh, your first year, they start you out. It's like, I don't know, times has changed a little bit as far as what apprentices start out at, but like 14 bucks an hour or something, they start out their first year. And then every year they get a $2.50 raise for five years. And then after their fifth year, they get their bump for to their journeyman pay, which is usually like a $12 raise from there. Gotcha. Now, do you guys start put into your pensions before you're a journeyman or when you're in the apprenticeship or is that just, that doesn't qualify until you become a full journeyman. So this is, I'm really bad with this stuff. Okay. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't pay a lot of it. I need to start paying it now. I'm getting older. I need to start paying more attention to that. But uh, I, I know that there was some form of pension when I was an apprentice, but I don't think that it, I don't think the same amount goes in as when you're a journeyman. The gotcha. journeyman hours are, are what really count. Yeah. But yeah. now, now we don't have pensions anymore. Now we have like a 401k or something, I think. Really? I Did look, that just change that. recently? I would almost prefer that in all yeah. honesty. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know a lot about pensions, but they seem like they can come and go. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's it with a pension. You have no control over it. And it's, it's, if someone puts their hand in the cookie jar, you're just fucked versus with a 401k. That's at the end of the day, that's yours. If you wanted to take it, move it around. If you want to tell them to invest it more aggressively or less aggressively, you have the power to do that. So that's the big advantage with 401ks. Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'm a little happier with that, I think. That's so, awesome. No. Go ahead. What's Rick. it like for what's it like being in the union if uh the new guy would be starting out as an apprentice? What would he be getting into and what would he expect like a daily grind for him to be until he gets promoted in so many hours to become into the trades, whether it comes to journeyman? Well, honestly it kinda it varies. Like uh some jobs you go on, you might be getting partnered up with a journeyman and you're doing hands-on plumbing from day one, you know, uh, learning and installing plumbing. And then there's, you, there's guys that you get on the really big jobs and you might be fire stopping for, <laughs> for four months straight. And, right. You know what I mean? Like you never really know what you're going to get stuck doing, but, um, the apprenticeship was pretty good about, uh, they told us early on, like if you're doing the same crap every day and you don't think you're learning, um, let us know and we can both be to a different company or something. That's, but, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like the company I'm at now, I never, never had a problem really with any of that. They kind of threw me to the dogs early on. They, I, I, I was doing service by myself when I really didn't know what I was doing. Right. For a while. Hey, but that's how you learn, man. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. so what are you, and, and I may have missed this earlier, but are you primarily residential work, commercial work? What do you typically do? Commercial. Okay. So I, you, so I did my share of uh, residential, but really don't do any anymore. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to ask the question that that's probably on everyone's mind is, is how often have you found yourself, you know, maybe laying on your back, working on the kitchen sink and <laughs> some attractive female comes around the corner. <laughs> <and> <laughs> right. Cause we know that's all reality, right? <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. 
So uh, let me ask you this. When you were going through the apprenticeship program, uh, what was one of the harder aspects of that for you? What was what was some of the most challenging things you had to go through? Um, probably, I don't know, just kind of getting up and grinding every day was probably the hardest part. You know, a lot of the jobs that we did um, where you're just kind of laboring all day. Um, yeah. Those, those ones were kind of tough to get out of bed for, you know? Yeah. Um, you know exactly know. what you're going to get yourself into the next day. It's like, why do I go to work for this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you, you carried buckets all day yesterday and you know, you're going to do it again tomorrow. Right. Right. Nope. I totally agree. So, uh, now that you're on the job, this is where I'm totally ignorant to, to getting into the, the kind of building trade side of it. Um, what is the difference between, like plumbers versus pipe fitters. Like where, where do you kind of Ooh, draw the line there? One. And <laughs> well, uh, so plumbers do pretty much plumbers do everything. Like, uh, I guess you'd call it like maybe like consumable, like, uh, we do gas, we do waste, we do domestic water, we do compressed air, we do medical gas. And then pipe fitters do like heating and cooling piping for like uh, uh, commercial buildings. Like they, they do like the cooling water and stuff. I do not water. miss those days trying to figure out which one of you guys had a call. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I got a pipe I got to fix. And I'm like, shit, am I going to get in trouble if I call like, the plumbers? What or? kind of water is coming out? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the day, they're going to, you know, whatever one I call, they're going to claim it. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah does, does it smell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. That was, that was the best. That was the best. Yeah. So that's another question that I'm sure is it, this is more realistic of what's ever on everyone's mind as a plumber, especially on the commercial side, how often are you directly dealing hands-on with shit versus how much is going to be more new install, uh, clean pipes where you're, where, where you're not getting, you know, neck deep in it. Yeah. You get, you definitely get a lot less of that in the commercial side versus the service side. But uh, we do, I mean, even some of the really big jobs are still remodeled. So you're still ripping out old sanitary old pipes stuff, and yep. replacing it, you know. But I like, uh, that's why I, I like new builds. But, yeah. Uh, Everybody just wants to know if you've been shit on, Steve, being a plumber. Oh, dude, I've been shit on so many times. <laughs> you done messed up, A.A. Hey, Ron! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much every job that I called him that I needed his help on, he got shit on <laughs> back in the day. Was I was great. trying to remember what job I ran with you or which jobs I ran with you. Uh, Motor City. Remember we did that big gas, oh, gas piping job? Yeah. For all the yep. heaters. That was that was pretty yeah. good. I got my hands on it. That was a good one. Yeah. I, yeah. Was I was telling the guys about the first job that I had you on, and I had to meet you at the hospital, the VA, and you had to hang the hanger bracket and you put it in backwards. <laughs> what? <laughs> remember that? You, oh, you, that fucking carrier yeah the carrier and i'm like no this is backwards you're like don't tell me it's backwards <laughs> I was like, i'm standing in front of it so that was funny i don't think i, I don't think i said it like that but i was no, like what yeah. the fuck is this guy talking about exactly like this new project manager is telling me how to do my job <laughs> well that's the thing i that was another job where i was like why the fuck didn't you call the service guys to do this right right like <laughs> i don't know i don't know how to fuck it we got it down we got it done and we started yeah. enjoying working together after that yeah so so then my, you, and then you quit. Yeah, and then I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just left them high and dry. Tot and ghosted. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so my next question is, uh, 
how much are you relying upon your own tools on the job versus uh, either your your company supplies them or the site contractor? Uh, zero. Really, all like with most union trades, uh, at least plumbers, pipe fitters, uh, sheet metal guys, uh, sprinkler fitters, like you're really only expected to bring like channel locks, a tape measure, a level, and something to write with. And then everything else is provided. That was kind of um, similar with the electricians. I noticed all all their shit was basically covered for them. They just had to bait. Yeah, a set of wire strippers was about all they had to supply. So, yeah, like we're not even allowed to use our own personal. Like I can't take a bunch of tools for my company and put them in my truck and drive to work and back with it. Like it's frowned upon. Yeah. So, like they need to provide you with a vehicle if you're hauling material and tools around and stuff too, which is it's kind of nice because then you don't. I don't know. Then you don't feel like everybody has to have a pickup truck. Exactly. You know? Sure. Gosh, I was. I just ran. Well, into I feel that's way less invasive than being in the residential field. Say it again. I'm sorry. I said I feel that's way less invasive instead of being in the residential field. Like I feel oh, like sure. being in the residential field, you got to have Home Depot in your truck. Oh yeah. Most oh stuff yeah. Yeah. Be ready yeah. for everything. Yeah. Well, I was especially sitting, on the on the non-union side. Yeah, I was sitting there. Uh, dealing with my electrician today and man, he's using his own personal van. You know, he's not making great wages, but he, and he's one of the best electricians I know. Cause you're a cheap fuck. Is that what you're saying? No, I pay him good wages. <laughs> but you know, I'm sitting there just watching there working for me. There. He's making I'm like, garbage. That's your personal van and all your personal tools. And oh yeah. You work for a big company. He's like, yeah. I'm like, where's your work van? Where's yeah. your, you know, tools like that should be supplied to you. you yep. Know? Yep. So, which that's, that's another question. How does that work if you're union on the residential side? Does your company just supply all of that stuff? Uh, yeah, there's there's like a there's like a separate residential book with the union that yep. uh, they have a list of tools that the service guys are supposed to require. But from what I understand, the company I work for doesn't really. They they're awesome. They they provide everybody with what they need. Yeah, you you work for a pretty special group, man. It's a good good yeah. company. I yeah, do miss they, it. They, I do they take care of their guys. So the people that are thinking about getting into like the plumbing trade, would you say you guys got like a pretty good ja- uh, job stability and oh, investment opportunities? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, if, if I had to like go back and do it all over again, I, I would still, I'd probably try to be a pipe fitter, but uh, I pipe, plumber or pipe fitter is probably the, the I, I wouldn't really want to do any other trade. So just out of curiosity, why the pipe fitters? What's appealing to what's appealing to you about that side? He's not getting shit on. That's true. <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm a welder, so that open that would open up more opportunity. They do a lot more welding than plumbers do, so it would open up more opportunities for me there. Uh, I think they make a little bit more money, and their jobs a lot. Uh, they do a lot bigger, heavier stuff and less small, tedious stuff. I plumbers guess. deal with little pipe. Pipe fitters, yeah, we do deal with small big we- pipe. <laughs> Big strong pipe. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> now, what, what would you consider? You know, what's satisfying about being a plumber, and like your greatest achievement so far? Uh, I don't know. Uh, probably just yeah. I don't know. Maybe getting my welding cert would probably be the my best achievement. That's not not really. Uh, well, most guys don't really get that when they go through the program. I, so, I think it's pretty phenomenal that you did that, man. It opens the uh, doors for, you know, everything. I was going to say, yeah. expound, expound on. on that just a little bit. First of all, what did it take to get that certification? How involved was it? 
Um, and then what, what doors does that open for you? Um, so basically, uh, to, to get it, the, the apprenticeship requires that, uh, all apprentices weld once. So it's like four hours after work once every other, I'm sorry, every other week for four hours for three, the first three years of your apprenticeship, you have to be in the welding booth. And that just kind of gets you to the point. They want to make sure that everybody coming out of that program can run a bead and weld up a bracket. You know what I mean? Yep. And then after that, it's kind of up to the individual. If if you have like an aptitude for it, you you might be able to get farther ahead by just doing the time that they give you. But I was coming in. um, Actually, I didn't really take welding that serious my first few years. But uh, when I was ready to get my certification, I was coming in like two to three days a week after work for like four hours welding on my own time to get the certification. There's nothing cooler than watching somebody that can weld well. Oh, absolutely. It is an art. And it seems, it seems like every apprentice, every apprentice I get is like, uh, right (laughs) when they're getting into the program, they're like, yeah, man, I'm going to get my weld cert. And I'm like, I will give you a hundred dollars cash. If you actually follow through, if if you actually do it. And I've yet to have to pay anybody. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. None of my apprentices have, they 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 get. Are they afraid they get, of it, or they just? Yeah, don't I was gonna like say it? what what's keeping them from getting it. Not wanting to put the extra time in. Gotcha. Not not wanting to put in any more time than they have to, you know, because apprenticeship. I mean, it, it, being an apprentice sucks in general. You you know, you work all day and then you're gonna go weld for four hours. Yeah. Three nights a week. So now, like, are you getting paid for that welding time, or is that no, on your you, own? No, you don't. It's all oh, on really. Your own. All right. All right. Yeah. Now, is that at but, uh, the school or is it the shop yeah. that you're employed with? So on and so forth. No, that's at the school. That's All at right. the school. And then, but they do get paid. So they get paid for their normal school. So basically you have school every week. Yep. So like eight hours, let's just say Wednesday, you'd have eight hours Wednesday that you get paid like seven to three, you get paid normal by the union. And then the following Wednesday, you would weld for four hours at night on your own time. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so then that's, that's for the first three out, years. Bro. That's that's a lot of time. So, it is. So I don't I don't blame them. I just love their balls. Yeah. Oh, you should. Are they? Yeah, uh, you're, you're not paying for college. You're not paying for it. I that's mean, true. You put the time and freeze free, man, and that's an education it, that you're getting. Yeah, it's it's a very good free education, and you actually walk away at the end of the program. You walk out with a uh, 32 college credits. Nice. Oh wow. Which I, I've done nothing with. <laughs> But they're hey, there. Hey, At the exactly. end of the day, you still have them, and they will transfer. Correct? Yeah. 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 If I if I ever break my leg and can't plumb anymore, I'll, I can get an office job, maybe. Right. So no, when you're no. learning, when you're learning welding, are they teaching you, you know, different materials? Does is it all steel? Are you learning TIG, MIG, all the other stuff, or kind of expound a little more on that? So you start off arc welding steel, and then if you can get certified in that you move on to other things so like i i did uh basically i passed my test and then i still came in on my own time and welded for like a month before i got my results and that so that one month i spent like tig welding and working on stainless steel but in my in my opinion like learning a whole new like form of welding like as long as i've been working at my company I can think of like two times where anyone's ever even asked me to take weld. Right, you know what really? I mean? Yeah. So to me, it, it didn't seem like it was worth it for me to start completely over. If I was a pipe fitter, I would have, cause they do that stuff all the time, yep. but there's, you don't really, not a lot of plumbers out there take welding. Yeah. I mean, obviously 
some people might get mad at me saying that because there's tons of them. But, <laughs> but in general, yeah. In, in general and commercial work, yeah. uh, it's not. So I'm going to switch gears on you because we've been up till this point talking about your education and, and kind of the union stuff. I'm going to ask you a, a, just a dead nuts plumbing question. Uh, how has PEX changed the industry? And I was reading a deal the other day of a builder that was bragging that his home still used copper because you didn't see the pressure loss you do through PEX. Is there is there any truth to that statement or is that just a builder trying to upsell the fact that he charges you a shitload for copper? You there? Did we lose you? Lose you, Steve. I say I say you got cold feet, guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. My China pods, my China pods, hang on. Oh, you're right. You there? Yeah. Can you hear me now? There we go. Yeah. He's back. Dude, that right. was that was just the best way to get out of a question. <laughs> if I've ever had one. Did you hear what he asked you at all or no? No. I did. I did. I did. Okay. But my China pods wouldn't let me talk. Um, <laughs> so so for those who. Didn't hear the pre-conversation uh, before the podcast. Explain your China pods to us. <laughs> uh, they're tw- <laughs> $20 on Amazon uh, fake AirPods. And they work fantastic work- for podcasting, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> up, up until this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So awesome. so back to the question there. Uh, Pex, yeah. is it worth it? How's it changed the industry? Your thoughts so- as the expert. So if you look at it like a PEX fitting, you can always kind of see that it really does restrict the flow. Like the fittings are a lot smaller. Um, but that wouldn't be my primary like, selling point if I was like a, a builder trying to make money off of it. My, my selling point would be that I believe that PEX only has like a nine-year warranty on it, and then you're on your own. Really? Um, With certain fittings, I believe, yeah. Is that what it is? I believe so. Um, copper copper kind of lasts forever. Um, and then as far as how it's impacted my job, in the, you have, I believe you you have to support pecs every thirty two inches, I believe. Yep. Where whereas copper, you like a three quarter copper line, you have to support every six feet. So if oh, you're wow. talking about a, a commercial building and you have thousands of feet of water lines that you need to be and ran, you don't and you're, account you're, for all the hangers. <laughs> yeah, and you got to build a you, you got to build a unistrut bracket uh, every thirty two inches throughout the whole building. It would just I don't think that the labor cost would outweigh the. Uh, yeah, I'm with you 100. The savings, you know. So it, it, I don't do any packs in commercial buildings. I, I've yet to have to do that. That's really interesting because when it first came out, I was like, "Holy shit, that seems like such a great idea!" Because you don't have to worry about, you know, the the inside of the pipe wearing out from the water, and and you don't have to worry about corrosion. And then I saw these guys doing these super fancy manifolds where you could shut yeah. off each individual. I'm like, "Fuck, that looks really yeah, nice." That's pretty sweet. And then, well, it's, it's great though for the homeowner. We could go to Home Depot and fix our own shit and just get a shark bite. And we'll <laughs> love it. Shark, shark bites are the, calling the, the bomb, bomb baby. <laughs> Maybe a journeyman plumber in two seconds. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you'll see like three of them right out here in oh, the basement. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> right. I didn't even have to go to a union apprenticeship program for this. YouTube and shark bites, <laughs> baby. That's locked tight. <laughs> no, I would say the only like upside to like pecs from where I've seen it be better than copper is when i was working up in alaska you know when you have sub-zero temperatures pex is able to expand and contract without cracking yeah compared to uh you know copper it's pretty much once it freezes you're fucked yeah and we we do use a a type of plastic called uh uh, i don't know how to pronounce it but we call it up and or 
that's yep. a different style of pex. It's more like a commercial uh, use. That's yeah, a better grade. We use that under underground a lot. But uh, the one thing that's really changed our industry is uh, ProPress for copper. Yes. More so than PEX. Like, it, probably 80% of my jobs I do, we don't even solder anymore. You just really? press the fitting. Yep. There's a machine that presses the fitting. So you put your fitting on, it's got a little rubber O-ring in it, and then you put a crimp ring over it and uh, turn the machine on and it crimps it and you're good to go. No shit. Are they using that in residential or do they still sweat pipe? It's 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 starting to be but yeah, it's more pecs in residential. Yeah, because pro press is expensive. Like the fittings are more expensive, expensive. and and you still have to use copper. So really, it seems like it only has a. And but with pro press, you can go all the way up to four inch pipe with it. Yeah, actually, they're making it for steel now too. Really. That's why you see those service yeah. companies so busy around here. Yeah, I would say like the only upside to pro press is when you're doing healthcare work, you know, where you can't have open flames. You can't, you know, it, it makes it a lot safer on the individuals working and, you know, being inside the building from getting away from fire hazards. Cause when you're brazing and you're soldering, pff, it, yeah. you can set you some shit oxygen. on fire. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you eliminate well, that, that safety. Hazard. And you, you can, you can press like, like, I don't know if you ever like had to like cut a tea in or something in your basement, but you have to drain all the water out with yes. the pro press. You, you drain, I mean, you obviously you let the pressure off, but like you could press a tea on with a water full of water. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, stealing yeah. heat from the, from the joint. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it's definitely made a big, big change. Yeah. I know. I, I know when they first came out and everybody was just so pissed off, like it's taken away from our trade, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it, there's some, you got to do some thinking when you're putting that stuff together, you know? Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Especially if you, you can screw up like, or those fittings are so expensive too, man. Like <laughs> you, you drop, you drop a $400 ball valve. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <That's> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did you, uh, when you used to, when you used to sweat pipe on a regular basis, do, do actual plumbers use the, the old bread trick to stop the water that my grandfather taught me? Or is that purely a homeowner thing? You know, I I learned that when I first started, but now it's kind of like, to me, it's kind of a stupid thing because you just break the union at your water meter and the water goes that way if your valve's not home. Yeah, hey, that's, drain, a good, drain that's a good point. Now, what kind, what <laughs> yeah, kind of bread it, trick is this, Brian? So basically, if you, let's, let's say we're, it's residential lines. Um, so you've got like a three quarter inch or half inch, um, diameter pipe and you need to sweat it but you can't get the water completely drained out of the line so your your joint won't take yeah the joint won't take because it can't get hot enough the water's stealing the heat from the joint so what you do is you take a piece of bread you wad up a little ball of it and stick it up there in each end of the pipe and it's a temporary dam to stop the water which will break down after you solder yep exactly and and that yeah because it's just flour and water is the ingredients of bread yeah, so you just as soon as you turn on the water, it dissolves that bread, and then you shoot it out whichever whichever faucet you need to. But you know, with a four inch fucking copper pipe, I think you need That's a loaf a of bread, bread to jam yeah. up in yeah, there. Fire you! Bread's expensive now. If you were to plumber on site, there would. So yeah, typically I would just I would just try to redirect the water, break a union somewhere, and let the water drip into a bucket while you work. Or right. uh, they make a thing called a jet sweat too. Where you st- it's a rubber stopper you stick in the pipe and then you screw it in and it expands and then you slide your fitting over that and then you solder. Really? So what happens yeah. to the rubber fitting? Does it stay inside that joint just further? D- 
yeah. So like, let's say, let's say you cut the pipe. It's like, this thing's like 16 inches long. You stick it into the pipe, spin it. So it expands deep inside the pipe. That's what she said. I was waiting for that. Um, (laughs) Tell us more. uh, Yeah. (laughs) So you expand it, then you you put your ball valve on, you solder it, and then you loosen it and pull it out. And right as the water's coming behind it, you shut the valve up. Nice. All right. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it makes sense. All right. Plumber's got some dirty termination uh, (laughs) verbiage here. Right. Uh, I love it. Ball cocks, nipples. You sit there, you're like, hopefully the HR lady's not around. Rotate my ball valve, please. Uh, it's hours, fun being a man in this world because we don't have to grow up. So so now are you guys are you guys dealing with the labor shortage on your end right now or are you guys looking pretty strong? Oh no, we're we're looking we're looking for help. Are you? Now yeah. is there They're, any new and upcoming people coming into trades? Or are you guys short on that? Is it pretty much no, across I, the board? I, I haven't really talked to anyone at the hall, but uh, I don't know if they're having like a, I, I don't think they're having a shortage of applicants. It seems like a lot of the people are starting to wise up and yeah. start going the construction route. All right. I um, like that. The, the unions in general are kind of hard to get into. Like even like when I went in, mine was the first class they started in five years. And wow. it was 30 guys. Yeah. Now yeah. it seems like, they, it seems like they start like, one to two classes every year now with like 30 guys. So it's still pretty a pretty impressive. small amount of guys yeah, yeah. going in. Well, that's what I was about to say. That's, that's one of the things that, that personally drives me a little bit nuts about the unions right now is, uh, you know, especially the operators is just dying for people. And you're going to tell me you can't expand the program to take in more than 60 people every year, year and a half. Like, come well, on. I think they, honestly, I think they struggled getting people to pass some of the, I mean, you got to take like a basic aptitude test, and a lot of people can't pass that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's at least, and I can't. Yeah, I can't speak to the plumbing trades, but for for the for the dirt world, it's it's literally they just it's almost like they drag their feet on the classes because guys are there's a wait list of guys waiting to get in, and they're just like, well, okay, maybe in two years we'll give you a shot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know the reasoning behind that. I, I definitely noticed that as well. Now there's a but, uh, now there's a huge separation gap though, like in like age, like you know, you got a lot of guys such as your dad that are about to call quits, you know, after putting in their time, you know. But is there? Do you guys see when that generation's gone? Are you guys going to lose a lot of the hierarchy? You know, like the definitely, best best? definitely, and like it, the majority of our good guys are ready to retire. Yeah, yeah, and then we're we got a lot of apprentices. Dang. Now, how big is the age gap from that's what I was the apprentice to somebody that knows, you know, that has an education being a journeyman? What's the biggest age um, gap here? Well, I mean, I had guys in my apprenticeship programs that were in their forties. Like, it's never too late to sign up. You know, um, <laughs> it seems it seems like your average apprentice is in their late twenties nowadays when they sign up. Hmm. But uh, the age, I mean, right now, my apprentice on the job I'm on right now is 21, and the foreman is like 60. Yeah. So there's a, there is yeah. a bit big uh, a diverse Huge age group out stuff. there, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Now, does the plumbing trade still have the same issue as the dirt trade of the younger generation walking around with a cell phone in their hand all day long? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> 2021, man. Right. Everybody's on their phone. Right. Everybody is. <laughs> it doesn't take two hands to plumb most of the time. Uh, yes, it does. 
So you want to grip the pipe with both hands at the same time? Yeah. Okay. All right. It takes two hands around a pipe, a piece of pipe. You know what I mean? To shove it through the hole and pull it through the two by four. Some some guys can do it with one hand. (laughs) But those are the more experienced journeymen. Yeah, those guys that lost their (laughs) arms. That's that's the long stroke hitters there. (laughs) Now, how many hours do you guys typically work being shorthanded these days, Steve? And what's a so, work week look like? I'm a little different. I uh, I like to work my 40, and that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you were one of, of the oddballs. I was like, gosh darn it, I really need somebody to do this this weekend or tonight. And you're like, nah. I'd be like, nah. I got my aid <laughs> in today, buddy. <laughs> Damn why it. Don't you, why <laughs> don't you elaborate, though, on the 40 hours a week? Why Why is that uh, what got, you're looking for? Uh, you know, I don't I don't know. I, I might be the fact that I don't have kids. Um, I have a lot of stuff going on outside of work that I enjoy to do. So uh, that, that's kind of, honestly, that's kind of what I like about my job is that uh, I can work my 40 and go home. I, I don't, so you're I'm not, not forced you're to not work overtime. To work. And mo- most guys, most guys love the overtime and they work a ton of it, you know, and there's usually guys jumping to get on Saturdays and Sundays and shutdowns and stuff. I like, I like, uh, <laughs> I like, six, I like six to two, six to two Monday through Friday. Dang. That's a nice schedule. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't have anybody like me calling him until eight and then. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, guess exactly. my next question is, is it frowned upon not wanting all the overtime? Cause I can tell you right now, first of all, you don't get a choice in the dirt world. You're just expected there, but, but we're more of a seasonal business. Uh, but then do you get a lot of pressure from other guys in the trade that what are you, what are you doing going home for the weekend? Why aren't you working more? Um, I, w- I don't really care about what they say. Um, as far as my boss goes, uh, it seems like they want guys that want to work overtime just as much as they want guys who want their 40. Like I'm not going to try to leech every hour out of a job. You know, if, if, if they quote a job for two guys, 40 hours or so two guys, 80 hours, and I get done at noon on Friday. I'm leaving at noon with six hours because I don't care, <laughs> you know, yeah. and the company makes more money because I do that. So depending Boy, on... It's, it's, you it's, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an oddball, though, trust me, and that, most guys don't, don't do it like I do. So just out of curiosity, what is, uh, what's journeyman scale? And we've got to be kind of specific to the local cause it's all over the board, but what's journeyman scale here in Michigan for a plumber? I don't know. <laughs> well, you are a wealth of information. <laughs> I know. I just I, well, my paycheck and go. Let's just put it this way. I've never made scale before. <laughs> um, uh, no, it's like, God, it's probably like, if I had a guess. A guess is fine. Uh, guess will work. Between like thirty-seven and thirty-nine dollars an hour, probably. And is that is that take home or is that including your benefits package and everything? That that's take home. That might be including the four dollars an hour vacation and holiday that we get, which you can either get that directly on your check, which I do, or you can get it put into like a separate vacation account. Gotcha. And then I usually yeah, I just take that on my check. And so you said you typically don't work for scale. Is that I'm assuming that's in the you guys are in demand enough that you're making overscale. Yeah, well, like if you have, if you if you have certifications that put you above like the common guy, you know, and yep. uh, you 
you so run the welding, welding and all that. So the special. Yeah. Things. And like I've been with my company for a long time too. So there's a trust thing there too. That, so if you go above and beyond and you have more certifications then it, there's other opportunities to make overscale. What kind Same of with like a truck and stuff like I get, I got a truck. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, I should have been a plumber or electrician. The more time that goes on, he gets to work 40 hours, makes a great living and he gets to go hunt and do everything else. What, what do you do for fun outside of work? You know what I do for fun? Well, nobody else does. (laughs) (laughs) The audience don't. Yeah. I do a lot. I do a lot of hunting and I do uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. All right. So when I'm not hunting, I'm doing jiu-jitsu typically. So in other words, so don't, you kick don't, the shit don't, out of the piece of don't mess with don't Steve. Work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What are the other? I can't hear him well. Is that Rick? Yeah. He, he was. He's saying that you're kicking the shit out of some pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. I can beat my pipe pretty hard. <laughs> Damn. So what? So also, not just him. He's not just in jujitsu. His wife is what? She's like a world champ, isn't she? Jiu-jitsu? Uh, she's uh, podiumed at several world events, but uh, just Pan Am's champ for now. Yeah, she's one badass woman. So yeah, she she puts she him in on, like place. bigger events and stuff too. Wow! Yeah, like, what I, we I do don't even have like, words we, for that. Just wow! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're weird. Uh, we travel like <laughs> usually. We travel like once a month to like random states and hit all the big tournaments and stuff. No joke. Yeah, so I I take a lot of time off too. <laughs> Man, I really should have been a plumber, right? <laughs> so uh, another question that I had uh, that totally left my mind. Never mind. Just just kidding. Totally, as I was going to ask it, it just left my mind. <laughs> where are we at? Where are we at? Um, where am I? My, Can my wife choke me out? Was that it? It was. It was probably you know somewhere in that vein. But I was deciding if I wanted to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a constant uh, wrestling match for who's on top, or how does that work? <laughs> you had to hire a full-time drywaller just to come to their house because there's so many holes. In the yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, luckily, our, our gym is right down the road, and we both have keys, so if there's ever an issue that needs to be solved, we can take it there. <laughs> Save it for the mat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember what it was. The time you can beat up your wife. That's <laughs> or get beat up by your wife without getting jerked. Right. Right. No, I remember what it was. Uh. How physical is your job? So are you doing a tremendous amount of super heavy lifting or for the most part, is it just kind of, you know, crouching down and, and, you know, reaching overhead and stuff like that? How physical is being a commercial plumber? Uh, I'd say pretty physical. Um, most of our jobs involve working on, on lifts above our head or down on our hands and knees, uh, doing in wall, uh, or digging, doing underground and stuff, you know? So what's, I'd say every day, every day is physical. What's the most difficult thing you typically find yourself doing? Man, anything in the summertime, I don't, it sucks. <laughs> so are you generally uh, in non-air condition yeah, buildings yeah, and stuff? Yeah. You're doing new, new builds? Yeah, for the most part, it's uh, no air conditioning, uh, so I, I don't like the summer because there's no air conditioning. It, usually in the, in the wintertime, we can get heat, but it's really hard to convince people to pay to air condition us. Well, after the story you've just been feeding us for the last 10 minutes, I'm kind of shocked. Like, I feel like they'd roll <laughs> roll up in some fucking gold-plated Cadillac and roll out some Mr. industrial Steve's AC. Mr. arrived. Yeah. Let's get this AC going. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> and remember, we're no. only going until two today, guys. Yeah. <laughs> he just knows his shit, man. That's right. <laughs> you got to value those guys. That's right. That's uh. Yeah, no AC. Yeah, that's all right. So, uh, do you do any sort of service work still? Uh, no. I, maybe occasionally, like, uh, occasionally, um, the owner will have me, like, go do some bullshit for his buddy or something. It yeah. seems like that happens to me a lot, but other than that, uh, very little service. And when you say service work, just to kind of clarify, clarify for everyone, what's kind of run-of-the-mill service work? And that I'm assuming this is, again, still on the commercial side? Because, yeah, there's two different yeah, worlds. Yeah. So the plumbers and pipe fitters, they have construction and they got service gotcha. installers. So tell us a little bit, like, what's the difference between a construction uh, fitter or p- plumber compared to a service plumber? So a construction plumber would install, new, like, new plumbing, and then a service guy will fix problems. Uh, service guys do, it seems like that's one of the things that pushed me out of service is, Cabling drain. Service guys do a lot of cabling drain. Yeah, you're pretty much the rotor rooter. Yeah, and with my company now, we do so much hospital work. These dudes are cabling drains in hospitals, and I don't know. That kind of grosses me out. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. Uh, <laughs> you don't like know what what kind of cesspool is coming out on that end of that power. Yeah, out. yeah. Your snake is going a hundred feet down. A you don't know what's in the room <laughs> next to you in a hospital. What contagious bullshit is down there? So, yeah. Oh, I don't miss that. But they. They also do like uh, I don't know repair leaks, uh, replace water heaters, you know stuff like that. So they're pretty much like a for like for most people that would you know, maybe get into it, wanted to think about it, you know. So on the service side, you're more in a twenty four seven you know demand. You know, you yeah. may get that call at any time. Compared to a construction yep. plumber, you know your set you know job is going to be from X to X, you know Monday through Friday, you know occasional. And overtime. that's that's what. That's what really pushed me into uh, con- construction because, like, with the like the way I said, I like to work. I like to get out at two and I'm done, and then I can go live my life. Yep. These, yep. these guys, like, so- sometimes, like, you start your day. When I did service, I'd start my day, and they'd be like, okay, these are your four calls for today. And sometimes you're not rolling out of your fourth call until two o'clock, and you're like, man, now i got to go get into something else. I don't even know how late I'm going to work today. Yeah, or you're so, getting you're, done with that fourth job, and then you get that fifth job that, hey, we need this done, and no one else yeah, is Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or you're leaving your second job, and they give you the, hey, while you're here, can you right. look at this? Yeah, it, you know, it always happens. That, and you never know you. when you're getting home. You get a lot of short days, too. Some days you're done in a new and you call, and they're like, oh, we don't have anything else for you. You know, now, so you go home you, with a short day. Would you being on service side, like you were planning on getting eight hours that day? Do you get paid for the eight for only doing two hours of work on the service side, or is it just two hours? It, I believe it's just two hours. Gotcha. All right. All right. Yeah. Very interesting. So, yeah, construction's a lot more guaranteed, but yeah. construction's also when when times get tough, construction's the first thing to go. Like yeah. People, so it's almost you gotta kind of have. Uh, I'll be a service guy in the back pocket, but you know. Is well, yeah, like good. I still, yeah, I still renew all my uh, certifications and stuff for service gotcha. just in case. Yeah. Now, how long do you go before you have to renew certifications for any you know qualified portion you know part of your job? I wish they were all the same, but they're all different. Gotcha. All right. Like my welding, my welding cert needs to be uh, updated every six months, which is just like a getting a signature from the contractor to show that you've been actually welding in the field. Gotcha. But, uh, like the medical gas, I believe, is every one or two years, you got to go take like a 
probably like an eight hour class and take a test. Does this, then, uh, that cost you money or does your employer typically pay for that? Uh, the employer or the hall usually pays for all that. Okay. I don't think I've, I've never had to pay for any training or anything. Okay. So, yeah. so yeah, I was actually surprised you said two years for med gas. Cause that's a pretty, you know, high profile type of welding, right? Yeah, it might, it might be, it might be one year. All right. It's definitely not less than a year. I wasn't holding it to you, but it just seemed like one no, of those yeah. things. It's like, man, you could really screw some shit up. <laughs> now, being yeah. now being a plumber, Steve, do you got any stories that stick out? That's like a funny video moment. Like you I mean, set an apprentice up to fail, just knew like shit was going to fly out the tube or something. Uh, there's a lot of like, a lot of, lot of pranks and stuff that people <laughs> like. Uh, Playing apprentices, I can't think anything that sticks out though. Oh, I can send you guys some. I can send you guys some funny work videos, <laughs> but it'd be hard to describe them. Oh man! When TikTok came out, I did not. I I, I miss getting those from the apprentices from the shop. <laughs> Matt, Matt, did you ever meet Jake when you worked yeah. with me? Oh, that that kid was great. Ninety nine percent of my content comes from Jake. <laughs> I get a lot, a lot of good videos from him. This kid just he he has the eye to make. Shit, funny. He's oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'll see that. Like the other day, we we were pumping this like trench out, and uh, the hose was like spraying water, and uh, I, uh, never mind. <laughs> That's too graphic. Know, what was he doing with that hose? Uh, I told him to put it in between his legs and pretend like he was squirting. Yeah, there you and, go. And we all knew yeah, where you were going yeah, with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. No, at the end of the day, you know, if you can't have fun while you're working, there, there's no point of being there. You know what I mean? So little things that, like that. That's what I love about it the most, man. Yeah. Is no one, no one tells you what it like. I don't really. You can mess with people. You can swear. You can get people get in fights. Like, yeah, you can't. There, there's things that you can't do in an office that you can do on a construction site. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, things are a lot more laid back, and I couldn't imagine working in any other. Uh, setting you know yeah no most definitely you know that's that's crazy because yeah your your father you know his dad is what 32 years vet plumber right something like that yeah Yeah, at least 32 yeah crazy so yeah you're following some big shoes i know that (laughs) so yeah Yeah, he's getting ready to retire how long have you been like officially journeyman plumber uh i think six years and you still love it Love is a it's a broad term. <laughs> yeah, right, right. For an eight hour, forty hour a week job, you know, I'm I'm thinking love should be the only term. <laughs> I love this. I definitely I definitely like I, I definitely like it. I That's, good. That. That's good. That's <laughs> good. So it's something you look forward to waking up and getting to go do that as opposed to having to do something else. Yes, exactly. That the last part was the most important. Put them in the I would much rather do plumbing compared to many other things. Like I have friends who work in banks and they're not happy. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. That, so, I, I, love, I, I love what I do. I know when I went to the office setting, man, I, I loved it just because I love working with all of you guys, but man, it burned me out so fast being at that desk every day, just staring at a computer. I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so yeah, got my back out in the field. So no, I'll give you mad props what you guys all do. So it takes a lot to 
do what you guys do on a daily basis. But yeah. Oh, I do have one more question. Uh, what's kind of your average travel for a job? Um, average, probably a half hour. Um, I should have been a plumber. I live it. Well, I live in a really good spot. I live in St. Clair Shores. Oh, okay. So, I so have, yeah. I have, uh, for your local listeners, I have 94 and 696, like intersect right where I live. Yeah. So I can get to the, I, I can take even, I could even take Jefferson. I don't even got to get in a freeway to go to, to downtown Detroit. Yeah. So if traffic's bad, I can hop on Jefferson to, to go to downtown. I'm pretty much within an hour of everywhere I work. Wow. That's nice. That is nice. Yeah. Now, are you messing with uh, just brand new builds down in Detroit, or are you getting into some of the historical? Uh, a lot of rebuilds, a lot of remods, a lot of remods down there. They're but, they're refurbishing a lot of those old buildings down there, but they're also building new ones. I'd imagine I'd say it's probably fifty fifty. Yeah. So I'd imagine you found some pretty interesting thing doing some some remodels on some of the older buildings. Uh no no, uh, I think. So you, but you guys come in on the old builds that they're making new. They come in after the demo and all that oh, stuff. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're not there for any so of the demo. Of okay. Fun stuff is well, going I'm there. Gotcha. I actually am there. I am there for a lot of the demo. Actually, oh, yeah, because um, you got to cut the cap and everything. Yeah, exactly. And the demo guys hit pipes and then you get flooding the areas. You got to come and shut it down. So like, <laughs> I did uh, when I did the old Sears uh, in uh, Roseville. That was the last job uh, we did together. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I yeah. thought we did that job yep. together. That was but, awesome. uh, there, there was a lot of really cool graffiti from like the 60s and 70s on the walls when you rip a lot of stuff down there. Like a lot of like Vietnam talk and stuff. It was oh, wow. Cool. It yeah. was like a bunker. Like no whoever, shit. The, whoever the maintenance guy was there, he was, you know what I mean? That was, it was so weird watching all like, what, like his 1960s peace signs and stuff. No and, shit. Oh, it was nuts. Yeah. That's awesome. Bunch of different. Yeah, graffiti. like a, a lot of like stop the war shit and yep. stuff. Yep. Led Zeppelin, like cool graffiti and stuff. Man, we got a sick kid over here, man. Yeah, so he, Rick's having a rough go. Jesus. <laughs> I'm even unplugging the microphone here. <laughs> well, Matt, you want to, uh, we're coming up on an hour. Do you want to, you yeah. want to wrap us up with your question? So what I usually uh, ended on is uh, I ask everybody, what would be your dream job? If you could change what you are doing now, what would your dream, dream job be? you could start all over if i could start all over probably probably the same thing you'd be a plumber probably or pipe fitter like i said all right i mean you could always chase your dreams but stuff like that well i was gonna say like a professional hunter you know i I mean if i if i could be on the outdoor channel shooting big deer all over the country that would would probably be pretty ideal for a professional professional jujitsu athlete but uh i'm not that good i'd have to be better at jujitsu for that one (laughs) you're pretty damn good though all right your wife's well i was gonna say we'll ask yeah she's better yeah she's better (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'd be a professional uh, sugar daddy. Or no, what's the opposite of a sugar daddy? What is a broke dick? <laughs> <laughs> a broke ass daddy. Yeah, I'd be a professional uh, broke dick. Jesus, that's awesome. Now, Steve, if if you had any advice to put out to somebody thinking about getting into the trades, what would it be if they're on the fence about becoming a plumber or a plumber or not? Well, I would say, I mean. You can, that's the thing is like, just like college, you can always go back, you know? So 
if, if, what, if you don't like what you're doing, stop and do something else, you know? Yeah. But uh, if you're already committed to getting in, I would say get the, get the most you can out of your apprenticeship. Take every class they give you, get every certification they offer you. Cause not everything is mandatory. You know, you can graduate your apprenticeship without doing a lot of things. I would take advantage of all the free education you can in that five years. Cause once you're done, you're done. And then you're just working. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it, well, and then you get, well, let's say you get older and now you have kids and now you don't have time to go weld after school. Yep. You know, Most like definitely. when, when you're, when you're 21 years old, you should be putting in that extra work. Wait, that's what but I the do. bar's open. You got to go to the bars, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, luckily I, I've, see, I've been in a relationship since I was 16 with my wife. So like I, I didn't have any bar days when I was in my twenties. So that's, I worked my ass off in my twenties so I could enjoy my thirties. Yeah. I, I can tell you confidently now. you didn't miss much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot of hangovers. I saved, saved a lot of money. Yeah. I was about to say the only thing you missed was hangovers and spending a shitload of money that you had nothing to show for it. So <laughs> well, yeah. that's, that's one of the better advice that he just gave because in the trades, I think you start making quite a bit of money up front. So you're not spending it right in the bar. And you don't owe any money either. Like I, yeah. not bragging, but I bought I bought my first house when I was twenty one. You know, like oh, you can brag. Not, not a lot. Of, not a lot of people doing that. I, you know, absolutely brag on that. That's that's uh, one of the most underappreciated aspects of the trades is the fact that you can come out making really good money without having a shitload of debt tailing you, and you can absolutely. I worked with a twenty one year old kid when I first hired in uh, at Dan's Excavating that he was living with his parents at the time. He was a shoe in as a journeyman operator, even though he had only run his parents like old busted ass loader at their scrapyard. But they were like, they were so desperate for people. They were giving him his journeyman's card. He walked Man. right into that. And I was like, dude, one year here and you can pay cash for a house. Yeah. He was gone within yeah. two weeks. He, he could work for 10 years and pay for college yeah. out of pocket. If he decides he wants to do something else. Yeah. That's yep. the other thing. Like that's what my wife did. My wife worked she worked and paid for her own college, you know, yeah. like, so and, if you don't instead, like what you're doing, save money and do something else. Yeah. You know? exactly. Instead, this kid, we had to stay late a couple ever. nights and, and he decided it was too hard. And so we quit. It is hard. My job's hard. I, it, I mean, it was, it was one of those things where I, I totally get it. This industry is not for everyone. Any of, any of the trades is not for everyone, but this was literally him just being a bitch about one like the guys yeah. asked us to stay an extra hour and a half to break concrete for the next day. And he's like, are you serious? It's quitting time. And I'm like, what is <laughs> wrong like with me. you, man? You're getting double time right now. I would have been happy to see him go. If that was the, Oh, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Mindset. He was bringing to but the, I just, it day. blows my mind. It just, it, that was my first real experience with one of the, one of the guys of the, the younger generation that had that, that attitude of yeah. like, I'm going to, I'm going to show up. I got this sense of entitlement that I'm going to make a shitload of money and I have to work hard. And then wait, wait, you want me to actually work hard? Wait, you want me to stay late? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. What did you <laughs> think you joking. were getting out here for? Like, yeah, can't, I can't do it. Yeah. The days of, should have uh, been a plumber. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, right. Should have been a plumber. Go talk to Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't, you don't want to stay being an apprentice your whole time. Like you want to get into being a journeyman foreman. You want to, be able to make it to the top so you can start living some life, not just being the gopher your whole life. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you're going to be a foreman, you go to school, but you also got to learn in the field. You got to, you got to, you got to treat working in the field like you're at school. Yeah. Get better. Yeah. You don't want to be known as the shovel foreman on site. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So do you feel, do you still feel like you learn something every day on the job? 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm constantly learning. Everything's everything's different. Something's always fucked up. There's always something to figure out. And things are always and, changing. Yep, that's what keeps my job interesting. Yeah. So. No, it's very cool, man. Now, so what's next for you? So are you going to go for your masters or what? I wasn't gonna, but now a bunch of guys at the company are doing it. Yeah, I saw it's that. Pissed. I saw it. Now it's pissing me off. Main man, so I feel like man, I need to do posting it. Posting all these master plumber, this master yeah. plumber, that. I'm loving it. Yeah, Ryan's a master plumber <laughs> yeah. now, so now I probably got to do it. Heck yeah, man! You got to one up him. Yeah, that's that's probably my next step. That's very cool. So, and what then, is uh, what is getting a master plumber certification do for you? Uh really, it'll, the reason I haven't done it is because it just makes it so you can pull permits, but. I work for a contractor. They pull the permits. I don't really see the the reason. So typically getting your master's would only be if you want to start your own business. Gotcha. gotcha. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, is that what Ryan's doing now or what? <laughs> no, uh, but he's got the option now. Yeah. No, that's cool. You know, that's very, and that, that will come in handy. If, like, let's say we get another recession, you know, yeah. and you got to start hustling your, you got to start figuring it out on your own, make I your like own it. money. You know, I like it. He's, now, he's got that, that option now. Is that through the hall or is that through, like, I took my builder's license? Like, is that? That's you know, through the state. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. It's the state of Michigan. So it's on your own terms. Yes, exactly. All right. All right. So the union doesn't put that on for you. Yeah. Right. It's basically just, a, it's like a more extensive version of your journey in the test. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, and what's it roughly yeah. cost you to get that? Ah, uh, not much. Uh, probably like a hundred dollars. Oh, wow. That's nothing. I, I, that, I don't know. I could be wrong, but that, that's time. how much. Yeah, usually. You get, yeah, exactly. If you pass it your first time, <laughs> yeah, it's not super expensive unless you like take classes and stuff. But yeah. the hall, like, I think the hall would even provide me with schooling if I decided I wanted to do that. That's cool. Wow. That's yeah. very cool. I feel like the plumbers are always in need, though. Whether you're a journeyman or master plumber, I feel like that's a thing, even when the economy and recession Pretty high demand. does come. I feel like a lot of people don't want to touch good. plumbing. That's for sure. Yeah, no one wants I to touch shit. Yeah, I meet a lot of people that are like, "Yeah, I do all my own shit, but I don't fuck with plumbing." <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I really don't feel like plumbing is rocket science. I feel like it's pretty straightforward, other than the fact that you got to get shit on oh, your hands. Man. I'm not talking it's about not. commercial level by any means, but <laughs> no, I feel like no, at a residential not, level. Yeah, dude, that's the thing. YouTube, like, you can figure most stuff out. But uh, a lot of people are afraid to flood their house. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I've seen it happen. <laughs> yeah, and it's not fun. Just like people are afraid of getting electrocuted. Yeah. Oh, See, that's that's, that's, that's one that's where I go. Absolutely, I will pay someone to come in here and fuck with the wiring so I don't die. Yeah. Uh, but plumbing, it's like okay, so I gotta fucking replace the carpet because I was an idiot, but I learned. <laughs> See, I, I'm the opposite. I I do my own electrical, but I just paid Jake a hundred dollars the other day to cable my drain. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I, say, I think it's on what caliber though because i don't really see you if you build a new house taking on all your own plumbing and be like i'm going to plumb this whole house myself and save the money i think you're going to go no if shit fucks up i would rather pay a plumber that knows what he's doing and it doesn't flood all my new shit and make exactly. an insurance claim i'll handle so, the paint <laughs> yeah. so I, I think i think you know as a perspective on the plumbing industry I think the homeowner with YouTube, the installing like something minor, like a sink or faucet or setting a wax ring on the toilet. Sure. But I think when it comes to something invasive and you're going to be spending four or $5,000 in material, I bet you're a plumber to come. Call the pro. 
Exactly. Yep. There's a value. There's a value there. Yeah. I used to do all my plumbing for all my bathroom jobs. And finally I just realized I'm like, this is not worth the liability I'm putting on myself. So now I sub it out to my plumbers. So, I'm sure it all looked great too. It, it did. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Pecs and shark well, bites. <laughs> each trade knows the ins and out and what to look for. And a couple buckets they underneath their ceiling. Right <laughs> shit shit runs downhill. Hot on the left. That's all you got to know. <laughs> You're the last flush before it hits the sewer. <laughs> and it runs through our pipes, Rick. <laughs> it sure does. Right into the right right range. into the pipes that we put in the ground. Technically, we are the last phase before she hits the uh the public system. <laughs> oh, you guys do a lot of that site work and stuff too? Yeah, so so Rick and I are dirt guys and uh and we do, you know, basement dig, sewer water tap, stuff like that. So so yeah, as soon okay. as it exits your work, it moves right through our work, and hopefully we did our job right. Otherwise, everything you did has some major issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pump uh, lift stations, gravity fed pipe, you name it. We've done quite a bit of them. Yeah, that's Until work that we plant. gave up a long time ago. I like that. They used to be the union plumbers did all that shit. Too. Oh really? Did it really? Yeah, yeah. Back, uh, I don't know, early like nineteen twenties, forties, or something. I think. Uh, they started passing that on to like laborers and stuff. Now, now, it's anything within five foot of the building. Oh, everything from five foot in is yours. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. And then gotcha. after that, it's anybody. Really? That's I was really going to say it is interesting how each trade kind of overlaps where certain ones pick off and other ones take over. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I th- thank you, Steve. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say thank I think we're we're just about exhausted on questions here, but we do appreciate you being on the on the podcast tonight. Yeah, man, appreciate it, brother. Yeah, thanks for asking, man. It was good. Absolutely, good time. absolutely. Well, uh, if anyone wants to ask some questions, if anyone has comments on plumbing that we didn't cover tonight, absolutely head over to dieselandironproductions.com go to the podcast tab and you can leave your comments there and do us a huge favor we'd really appreciate it especially if you listen via itunes or or through the apple platform uh give us a rating give us a review it really helps boost the podcast and helps us grow uh you guys have a good one and we'll catch you on the next episode of sweat and grind later all right have a good one guys